100% Real with Lisa Cabrera. You know, the rural areas have always been one of the worst areas in the country when it comes down to the opioid plague that's going on. Rural areas have high concentrations of drug users and dealers. It's so bad that they are running out of space in the prison. See, they got these little mini prisons in rural areas because, you know, the assumption is these folks don't commit as much crime, which is the most laughable thing ever. Now that we are in the day and age of information technology and and things are being exposed, you see how it's done. These folks commit a lot of crime, but they are not charged or they go to court and they get let go. We now see it. It's not that they're out here and committing. In fact, they're more likely to commit crime because they know the justice system and the cops and everything in this place is going to be more in their favor. So why not? They have no reason not to commit a crime because of the way they have set this system up, that they're never wrong. And the black man and woman and child, we're always wrong. <laughs> we're, we're never wrong. It, it doesn't matter what scenario you show them in a police shooting, we're always the one wrong. <laughs> and no damn body on this planet is always wrong. Okay. Nobody. So when y'all take those positions, I don't even pay attention to you. And, and I would urge my other black brothers and sisters to tune these people out. They're going to do what they have done for centuries. Try to make you feel bad about yourself. Well, see, I have evolved. You're not going to make me feel bad about nothing. <laughs> okay, let's just put that on the table. You ain't going to make my ass feel bad about nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the rural areas and what's really happening. And I'm really happy that these type of stories are easily exposed now. So what's driving so many people to go to jail in rural areas? Substance abuse and drug possession, okay? And when you start doing a lot of drugs, ultimately you're going to run out of money. And then what's next? You turn to crime. That's just the way it is. It's hand in hand. So these folks that are on drugs start committing other crimes. And those other crimes are theft, burglary, bank robberies, robbing pharmacies. Okay. And now the situation is out of control in the rural area. So now their little mini jail that holds 30 people now is at a capacity of 42 people. 
And look, many of these rural areas don't even have a full-time police force, y'all. I was doing some research and it was saying many of them have part-time cops. And many of the police departments are closed on the weekend. So what they do is they have cops from other towns come in and patrol the area. You know, there's literally not a lot of money in rural areas, not even to pay cops. So when you have these court cases, it's some little mini court that they have in these rural areas, very scaled down and small, because remember the assumption is they don't get in trouble. We do, <laughs> which which is the most laughable thing ever that they have out here. You know, we have seen these white males rape children, women, little boys and everything else. And they get a little slap on the wrist and go home 10 years probation. <laughs> nah, yeah, like that's a real punishment. But if a black male do a similar kind of rape, he's in jail for 40 years, maybe even life. That's how it is. This is how the system is all rigged up to give the illusion that they don't get in trouble. They don't commit crimes and they are committing all kinds of felonies each and every day. And you have to also look at the fact that it's just like I tell you over and over, your biggest criminal is on the outside of the prison, on the inside of the prison. They got a bunch of people in there for petty shit. Now, they, they are trying to come back and tell you, oh, no, most of them are hard, uh, you know, crimes. No, they're not. No, they're not. What they don't have on their side when they tell you that kind of stuff is the data. The data don't match what they're saying. The data says most people are in there for low-level drug offenses. And that person that's telling you they're in there for all these hard crimes, most of the people in there, they ain't going to show you one ounce of data. And that should be very telling right there, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to tell you that, but they're not going to show you nothing. They can't because what they're telling you does not exist. Okay, so... In this one county in Wisconsin, Washburn, which has a horrible drug problem, they had a total arrest of 875 people. And in 2011, they had 596 arrests. So they jumped up 60%. Now, this is out of a population of 15,911. And the crime is increasing because there are so many drug addicts there. You know, I was watching a video, y'all, a few years ago, and it was this white woman, and she was in this rural area, and she pointed at several streets and said, damn there, everybody on these streets are junkies. And I'm sitting there watching, she said, everybody is a junkie. Everybody's on drugs. She said, it's, she, she said, you can't pass by too many houses in this immediate area and there's not a junkie in the house. I said, wow, that is really, that's bad. 
but she said that's how bad it is. You know, and I know it's bad because they don't even want to tell you the true numbers of how many of these folks are dying from drugs every year, ladies and gentlemen. They give you a watered down number. And remember, only 22 states are reporting to the CDC, not all 50 states. That is by design. That is by design. So you are really not even getting half of what's going on in the country. So like someone told me, even a doctor I was talking to saying, whatever number they give you, quadruple that number. That's probably how much it really is. They're, they're lowballing all of the numbers. And you know why, ladies and gentlemen, because they are ashamed of this stuff going on. It's something they have never been able to get a good foothold on. It is something that has been spiraling out of control for 20 straight years. Now, the crack epidemic did not even last this long, y'all. You know how they broke the crack epidemic? Mass incarceration. That's what did it. Mass incarceration broke the crack epidemic. But see, they won't break theirs because remember, it's declared a public health issue. So as long as they keep declaring a public health issue, you notice it's not getting better. You know why? Because they are aiding and abetting the junkie. Oh, they they don't need jail. They need help. Yeah. In the meantime, your drug epidemic is spiraling out of control. Hey, look, if that's how you want to run things and you think you're the best to run everything, have at it. All I'm going to do is look on the sidelines and watch everything get worse for you like many of us. That, you know, your drug addiction, that's your problem. So opioid is the main reason why rural areas are struggling. And many of these people that have opioids are selling their drugs along with abusing it. And alcohol is another issue. So usually um, when these people end up in the coroner's office, there's always two to three different drugs in their system along with alcohol. It's rarely just one drug that sent them to the morgue, rarely. So the law enforcement, they are having a hell of a time in rural America. Um, They said uh, the number one reasons for incarceration besides drug use, burglaries, theft, burglaries, theft, domestic abuse, and sexual assaults. And remember, HIV and hepatitis is also an exploding uh, problem in rural America. And look, their inmate population is actually moving a lot faster than it is in the urban areas now. I never thought I was going to live to see this day, but it's here. Okay, more people on a daily basis are going to jail in rural areas in America than in the inner cities. That day has arrived, y'all. It's here. But I want you to listen to the cash bails these folks get in rural America. 
if they get locked up for drug offenses, their cash bail is $100 to $500, 100 to $500, y'all. You know, have you ever heard of a cash bail being that low, even for somebody that gets locked up for weed? Hell no. It's always higher than that. So that's the kind of bails they get in rural America. And they said, you know, because many of these folks are drug addicts, they can't even afford $50 to bail themselves out of jail. So, ladies and gentlemen, they said if you would just allow these addicts to dry out, over an 11.5 to 24 month period, a lot of them would be able to beat the drug. But remember, they got this set up. It's a public health issue. They can go to rehab instead of jail. They have amnesty. So if you see one fell out on the floor, you can call the police. The police won't arrest you or the addict. You know, that's how they got it all rigged up now. Sure didn't have it that way during the crack epidemic, did they? Hell no. Hell no. So, you know, they're complaining about the cost of jailing people because, you know, quite naturally, if you're jailing more people, the cost of incarcerating them per inmate is going to go up. And the rural areas just don't have that kind of money. <laughs> they just don't. And in many cases, they got to transport many of these inmates to other jails, either in neighboring towns or closer to where the cities are. But tell me what you think. You know, I think, ladies and gentlemen, this problem is bad because they don't really want to properly deal with their addicts. So it's a situation that has spiraled out of control and the death toll is just climbing every single year. It's never flatting out or declining. It's going up. This concludes my podcast for today. Please stop by each and every day to make sure you stay up to date. And if you are a supporter of my podcast, I want to say a very special thank you to you. And those of you that are not supporters, please consider becoming a supporter. That way I can continue on with the podcast and possibly do more on a regular basis. Peace, family.